0: But at least Nash's design contained with it a civic sense of London. It led to the extension of Pall Mall, uh, the clearing uh, of space around St Martin's in the field, the new London Bridge, and the rebuilding of Whitehall. It was a vision of a confident, trading, imperial London, which we'll come back to, expressed through the urban form. But it was a vision that soon fell into abeyance. For London, in the mid-Victorian period, Uh, we've touched on the great docks and the great commercial enterprises, was really about that. It was about commercial wealth and not civic pride. By the 1850s, the impulse to monumentality was being expressed in corporate buildings rather than public improvements, most notably in the commercial structures in the city. The new office blocks gave the City of London a monumentality markedly lacking elsewhere in the capital. And they were indeed something to behold. In 1866, the Builder magazine could remark that the Roman Corso, the Neapolitan Toledo, or even the glories of the Rue de Rivoli will be overtopped and outvied by the continuous line of merchant palaces in Cornhill, in Lombard Street, and Bishopsgate Street and Cheapside, all of which are now destined to become more monumental in their materials and proportions. But there was not much for the citizens of this city. Look at Parliament Square, for example. Laid out in 1868, it presaged the destruction of much of 17th century Westminster, with the end result being little better than a roundabout, complete with the capital's first traffic signals to allow easy access from west to east and north to south. Victorian London was to be a place of speed, business and progress, with the demands of pedestrian and sensibility of place a very low priority. And I I have to say, even though he's not here, uh, the decision to cancel uh, the redevelopment of Parliament Square as a civic space uh, seems a, a, a real error. In reality, the baton of urban leadership was being passed to the old enemy. Paris. We've already had a reference to Baron Hussman. While London, without a proper city government, riddled with factional divides between local vestry boards, there are over 600 local parishes and vestries and you know how incompetently these were run when Karl Marx was invited in 1863 to join the parish board of St Pancras uh, and he was regarded as a good local leader. Uh, The battle between them, the city corporation, Westminster, let private business make the running. By contrast, Paris Im- embraced monumentalism under the dual dictatorship of Napoleon III and his design guru, Haussmann. Here we see some of the early Haussmann boulevards. Following his appointment in 1853, really as a, as, as a minor civil servant uh, in the Seine Departement, Haussmann transformed Paris uh, into the capital of the 19th century, the world city of the Second Empire. He built 71 miles of new roads, 400 miles of pavements, doubled the number of trees to 100,000, laid 60 miles of sewers, demolished 27,000 houses, but built a further 102,000, as well as 13 new churches, two synagogues, five town halls, six barracks and five theatres, all within about 18 years. He redecorated the Louvre, uh, repaired Notre-Dame, he cleared the land around Notre-Dame, got rid of the Ile de la Cité so it could the, the monument itself could speak uh, to the city. He covered the canal of Saint-Martin with an arch uh, and reconstructed uh, uh, the theatres uh, Lyric and Cirque. His boulevards, of course, cut through the revolutionary working class districts. They were designed to destroy the capacity for radical working-class communities to build barricades in narrow streets and to use the the stones of the cobbles to throw against the gendarmes, but they were also uh, built to allow the quick access of troops uh, across the capital, mainly from the railway stations. The old medieval city was taken apart courtyard by courtyard, arrondissement by arrondissement, for a cityscape of monuments Vistas and an array of new parks. A dynamic and centralising urban authority had transformed over 20 years a city notorious. Paris in the 1850s was known as the old whore. It was a city notorious for decay and crime and, and narrow cobbled streets into a city ripe for the second empire.